If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time for you to get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit. A game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Come see us at the Palladium on the 16th in six days and buy tickets to the gorgeous, gorgeous after party at Fishbowl at whoweekly.us. It's just down the street. It's just down the street. You can walk there. After you have the time of your life at Who Weekly Live, you'll have the time of your life again, the second time of your life at Gorgeous Gorgeous. I mean, make the Thursday night a night to remember. Truly never stop stopping it's gonna be incredible and then when you give thanks for thanksgiving you'll have two things to be thankful for the who weekly show and the gorgeous gorgeous who weekly after party yeah Yeah, okay great i was like your family and friends and also who weekly you can also thank sag aftra the amptp for the strike being over the strike is over bad transition but the strike is indeed over so now we, who are not in SAG, so this really doesn't have anything to do with us, can celebrate the uh, influx, I hope. This everything to do with us. <laughs> it doesn't. I, we can, but we can selfishly celebrate the influx of actors promoting movies that we haven't seen in a while. Yes. Not the movies, the actors. Like, Bradley Cooper can stop, you know, maybe dating Gigi Hadid <laughs> for a little bit and talk to us about his movie Maestro, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wonder if that's going to end after all this. Lakeith Stanfield can stop giving weirdo people exclusives in cowboy hats and actually talk about the fact that he has an Apple TV Plus show that I don't think anyone is watching. But that's the thing. I don't want that. See, I don't. I would rather him give the weird exclusives to People Magazine than talk about whatever TV show he's on. Okay, the strike is over. Congrats to everyone. Timmy Chalamet can promote Wonka. Zendaya can promote Challengers. What, what we care about is the bad movies that celebrities have to promote, not the good ones. Challengers would have gotten its due promotion. What we want is Willy, is Willy Wonka. What we want is Timothy Chalamet talking about chocolate on SNL this weekend. Like, that's what we wanted. Like, he wasn't going to be allowed to say Wonka, and now that guy can, like, Wonka all he wants. That's hilarious to me. What we would have enjoyed is Patrick Dempsey talking about the horror movie Thanksgiving in his People's Sexiest Man Alive cover story. But we didn't get that. Instead, he got to talk about Ferrari because it was a uh, it was a it was wavered. wavered production. I can't wait to not care about what movies are wavered. You know what I'm so grateful for? Not talking about wavering with anyone anymore. I don't want to hear anyone be an expert on what movies are wavered or not. I'm sick of seeing Girl the Strike. Everyone became an expert over. Everyone became Mapaloni overnight, and I'm was absolutely sick of it. And I'm so grateful we've moved on. We can all be idiots again and just watch our stupid little movies in the stupid little theater. <laughs> and now Mapaloni is the only Mapaloni in the house. Thank you, thank you. Let's keep it that way. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I'm not sure if you got the same email from Amazon, but I just had to call and tell you that um, Francia Reza, Selena Gomez's <laughs> kidney friend, I got a email from Amazon that it was delayed because of supply chain issues. So, I mean, maybe that's really good news and that people like way over ordered above her expectations, but 
and uh, crunch, crunch. First of all, calling Francia Rice Selena Gomez's kidney friend is, it's I think, accurate. Oh, I was going to say it's a little rude. Even we're beyond that. Now she's Francia Rice, the salsa maker. Yes. And Lindsay ordered me Francia Reyes' salsa as a gift and got the email notification that it was indeed delayed because of a supply chain issue. I'm not trying to be rude, but if you're going to make salsa with like a salsa company that's made salsa for hundreds of years or whatever, and you're not going to do like your own kind of salsa brand, label, home, whatever, whatever it is you're... This should be the easy part. This is the part that should be taken care of. Like you're having supply chain issues, but you made your salsa with like one of the top salsa companies. She goes, salsa update. The pre-ordered salsa shipping has been delayed by Amazon. They've been delayed by Amazon. (gasps) She's blaming Amazon. Good. It's Amazon's fault. Fine. My team and I have been working very hard all day to get you answers and we will make sure you get your salsas. She's pissed at Amazon. She's pissed at Jeff Bezos. I would be so angry. I would be so angry. You work so hard to like make a salsa and like you can't even get chipped out on time. Mm-hmm. She goes, I'm sorry for the delay, but don't worry. I will make sure to make it up to you all. Also, excuse, because it's a video. Also, excuse my blotchy spray tan. I'm going to exfoliate later. <laughs> wow. SEO queen. Queen of business. Entrepreneurship queen. Okay. Well, I look forward to my salsa as soon as it arrives. They asked me if I wanted to cancel it. I was like, bitch, no, we'll wait for, we're going to wait forever for this salsa. I'll wait for decades for this salsa. Send me the salsa. You got me both flavors, right? It comes in a pack of two. Okay. You got me salsa verde and fire roasted. Amazing. It comes in a pack of two. <laughs> it comes in a pack of two. <laughs> comes in a pack of two. Comes in two. Two packs. Okay. So do kidneys. <laughs> so. Oh my God. Well, would you get, would you give one of the salsas to me? Loaded question. Ooh, loaded I give with you salsa. one of the salsas. I don't know. I might. It might be easier for me to give you a kidney than my salsas. Oh my god. But yes, I would give you a salsa. Oh okay, thank you. Let's move on. Hi, Lindsay Bobby Kinney. Wanted to tell you that there's a St. Louis Walk of Fame with stars on it. It features such luminaries as Tina Turner, Nelly, and Ulysses S. Grant. I actually saw Nelly's star ceremony in 2010. Crunch, crunch. I'm probably calling too late for you to do anything with this, but I had to pause the pod when you were talking about walks of fame because there are definitely others. There's one in Brooklyn. In the Brooklyn Botanic Garden, there is a walk of fame of people who were born in Brooklyn. So, like, Art Garfunkel and uh, Leonard Lopate and Philip Lopate. And I don't remember who else, but lots of people who are born in Brooklyn um, are on that little walk. It's like up behind the Japanese garden. Crunch, crunch, showing a hole, me in my car on my way to work. We're not talking about like a bench dedicated to someone. We're talking about like stars on the ground the brooklyn botanical Park garden does have stars but that doesn't count you got to pay to get into it you're pay gated it doesn't count i also live here i don't need to know who's famous in brooklyn i'm not fucking going to see that i want to go to a new city and see some stars on the ground i want to see i want to walk along st louis avenue and see andy cohen and uh nelly is he he's from st louis right the st mm-hmm. lunatics mm-hmm. who else is from st i want to see them on the ground i want to go to sacramento and see Nicholas Sparks and LeVar Burton. Yeah, I want to see um, the the movie uh, Lady Bird with that 
I want to see that. Greta Ger- I want to see Greta Gerwig's Lady Bird on the ground. Potential future stars at the Sacramento Walk of Stars.com. Below is a sampling of other stars considered for recognition on the Sacramento Walk of Stars. Considered. These are people who are considered and they're not there yet. Brie Larson. What? The band Cake. Colin Hanks and Tom Hanks. Greta Gerwig. Jessica Chastain. Joan Didion. Those people aren't even there yet. I'm sorry. What's on there? Colin Hanks was born in Sacramento? Okay. If you say so. (laughs) He was. Tom Hanks was born in Sacramento? Oh. Is Tom Hanks from Sacramento? No, he was born in Concord. And then he lived in Sacramento. Okay. I think that's so crazy that they're delaying the addition to Tom and Colin Hanks. Who do you have in your walk of stars if you don't have... Tom Call Hanks Tom and Joan Hanks. Didion. <laughs> I know that's true. Pat Morita like waiting on the sidelines, like begging to be let in. Pat Morita isn't there. Who are you choosing? Yeah, who was the first one you said that I gasped at? I really was Brie shocked. Larson. Brie Larson. You won't let Brie. She's got to work for it. <laughs> she is working. This is all she does. This is all the work that she does. We are not going to Sacramento until you let the Marvel star Brie Larson onto the Walk of Fame. Okay. I'm taking a stand. Hey, Who Weekly, reporting live from the sidelines of the New York City Marathon. We just saw TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, and we yelled so loud they met our eyes and gave us a fist bump. <laughs> Go team. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> I love that. I, my I love favorite that so cheaters. Much that you saw them. Oh, my favorite cheaters. I love they them didn't so cheat. Much. Can you be clear? They didn't cheat in the marathon. No, they're not Brie TCs. They cheated on their okay. significant others. <laughs> I don't know, but you made it seem like they I would love never the cheat on like the they marathon. They cheated on the marathon. Yeah, no, no, no. They cheated on their significant others, and they're together. Allegedly, and they're in true love. Allegedly, they would never cheat in the marathon. No. Yeah, true love wins. Twins the marathon. It is so hard to watch Selling Sunset and not think about. Brie TC cheating Brie in the TC marathon. Cheating in the marathon. When we first spoke about her, I didn't even barely knew this woman. It could not have picked her out of a lineup and talked about how she cheated in a in a charity marathon. marathon, a charity half marathon. I mean, she claims she didn't cheat, but she cheat. I mean, come on. Remember the marathon guy wrote a whole blog about it, and he was like, <laughs> "She definitely cheated. She didn't. She didn't run a four minute mile. She's Brie TC." Hi, BLT. Um. I British who here. I did just phone, um, but I'm phoning again this time to talk about Jess Glynn. I feel like any mention of Jess Glynn, you need to discuss how British people are very angry that when they take a flight with a particular budget airline, they just play Jess Glynn's song "Hold My Hand" on repeat for the entirety of the flight. Um, the song was used in the um, company's advert. The company is called Jet2. It was used in their adverts and then they started just playing it on the flights completely. So you have a lot of angry people online who are saying, you know, they arrived at like Majorca at 3 a.m. and they've listened to Jet, um, Hold My Hands by Jess Glynn like 300 times on repeat for their entire flight. Um, that's it. Thank you. Crunch, crunch. Okay. Headline from the Irish Mirror. Jess Glynn epically mocks her own song as people dread the Jet2 plane <laughs> melody. It's hard for anyone to hear Jess Glynn's hit Hold My Hand without picturing a Jet 2 advert. And recently, the London singer epically mocked herself while on stage. So she knows that people are complaining about this. But apparently, her song is part of an ad. And it's like, you know how they play the ad for the airline? like, mm-hmm. And you can't get it off the screen. And it's like, you can't get the sound to go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess sometimes they play it like six times in a row. So you got to hear Jess Glynn's Hold My Hand six times in a row. I want to hear the ad. Darling, hold my hand. 
it makes me want to go on vacation. But I will say if I was already on vacation, like if I was already on the airplane waiting for my vacation to start and I had to hear that like three times, I would be a little bit like, give me a break, Jess Glynn. The comments on this video, which was uploaded seven years ago, this Jet 2 Holidays Hold My Hand video, they're all from like peak lockdown. This yeah. is so nostalgic. I'm oh, crying. No. I wish I could go on holiday like that. Oh, the memories this no. brings back. Anyone else watching this in isolation when their holidays are canceled wishing to be where this kid is? <laughs> Not where this kid is. Who's ready for me to ruin their summer holiday? Filmed by somebody in the crowd. The clip shows Jess on stage saying, welcome to Jess Glenn Airways. <laughs> That's funny that she's like... <laughs> she's funny. She's... Okay. Let's move on to questions. Jet 2 Holidays. Package holidays you can trust. At all protected. Hey, Lindsay and Maddie. It's Christina. I'm, for once in my life, not calling about anything related to the morning show. But I did just see that Patrick Dempsey got sex, people's sexiest man alive. And, like, look, God bless. The man looks great. But, like, what is he doing? Like, I feel like you're sexiest man alive if you get if you have stuff happening, a movie, a TV show, isn't he just, like, racing cars and, like, hanging out in Italy? Anyway, what are your thoughts? Sounds good. Hi, it's Christina again, um, not in the middle of the night like I was last time, regarding Sexiest Man Alive, Patrick Dempsey. I did just say to myself, girl, the strike. Like, who else do they have, really, actor-wise? Um, so... I've answered my own question. I accept my placement on Collier doing Amazing Speeding. French crunch. I love that that was definitely Christina Tucker, who the only reason she saw this in the middle of the night is because she stayed up to watch the morning show or to write about the morning show. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Don't put that on her. People's Sexiest Man is Patrick Dempsey, a.k.a. Mick Dreamy from Grey's Anatomy. Patrick Dempsey, finally. That's what it is. Well, because they're saying he's old. And that's interesting to me because they're right. This is old and he's no longer on the show on which he was sexy. I would understand having him a sexiest man when Grey's Anatomy was at its peak. He was peak sexy man then. He was called mm-hmm. McDreamy. Mm-hmm. That was such a huge show. It remains a big show, whatever, whatever. Now they're making the joke and so is he honestly in a lot of the media for this that, oh, well, it's about time or, oh, you know, I'm getting, I'm old, I'm a silver fox, mm-hmm. I'm this, I'm that. And it is feeling kind of random. I would argue like a lot of people are like oh blah 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 the strike there weren't that many options there's plenty of options of people who aren't actors like there's plenty of hot celebrities that don't exist in that sphere that are not on strike what you're seeing is just that this is such a peak this is such a classic historically a peak place for somebody to sell a movie that it's almost a waste not to put an actor as sexiest man. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it is, it's like one of the few spots that gets a little bit of blip in the media, like this, this thing that happens every year. So they're kind of desperate to give it to somebody who is trying to sell a movie or else like, what's the point? What's the you point? Know? Mm-hmm. Right? Like it yeah. doesn't feel, it's not fun for just a, for a random person that's not trying to sell something to, no, it's to not. be part of this. I don't mean no. fun for me. It's fun for me either way. So, Because obviously there yeah. are sexy men who are alive who are not in SAG. They could have picked Wait, a Wait, that's what I'm people. saying. Like sports, music. Like there's just other categories. Artists, you know, like politicians. I, lo- like, I saw oh, a lot no. of predictions of people saying it'll be Travis Kelsey or like Bad Bunny. You know, like yeah. not in SAG, either of them, Should to my knowledge. Bad Bunny. 
no. I mean, Travis Kelsey, I think, was a little bit too soon for that to happen. They probably have had this in the cooker for a while. And Bad Bunny would have been good. Sure. Yeah, totally. It 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 does weird. To, it does feel weird. I ha- we haven't had this response. I mean, the worst response I've ever seen in modern day was to um, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. That was that was the biggest like. LMAO. What was the classic tweet that was like, "Did everyone else die?" <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey, who uh, he he made Shonda's life a living hell, right? Wasn't he kind of a little <laughs> bitch on the set of Grey's Anatomy, famously? I think a fair number of men made Shonda's life a living hell on the set of That's Grey's true. Anatomy. To be That's honest, true. That's true. The, the life on Grey's Anatomy was kind of a living hell, it seems, from all parties, except for Meredith Grey, who at the time of her life would never say a bad word about that show or anything or anything she's done on it. Became the richest woman alive from that show. So Patrick Dempsey yes. is he a who or a them? I guess he's a them. He's a he's them. He's a them, I think, for sure. Yeah, and he has the whole, like, 80s thing. Like, he was in those, like, 80s movies. Mm-hmm. People love to talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know? He has his wife, Jill. They're both 57. That's incredible that he married a woman exactly his age. Mm-hmm. Celebrities will be doing that from now on because they're scared of age gap discourse. They're like, let's find a woman who's exactly my age. They can't <laughs> say shit. <laughs> he says, now the actor is learning that good things really do come to those who wait. Quote, I've got the bumper stickers, t-shirts, posters. He jokes of his new title. Does this mean he's peaked? Quote, I peaked many years ago, he says, laughing. That's fun. But I'm still here. That's fun. I, I, I don't mind that it's like he's older. It's just, it is just interesting to have somebody who's just fully not in oh. the, like being talked about, you know? Oh like, my God. At the current moment. What? I never read the story until this morning. Uh-huh, and? You know, another thing that makes him like people bait? Yeah, what? The Dempsey Center. He's got a charity. Did you read about yeah, this? No, His like sure. cancer charity. People loves this. Oh my God. This takes him over the top more than anything. He didn't even have to have a movie coming out. I want to be clear. What I was trying to say was it's not weird that he's old. It's just that he's not actually being like talked. Like that he's not very relevant in terms of like, like he's not the star. Like he's promoting Ferrari, but he's not the star of Ferrari. I didn't know he was in Ferrari. I thought it was Penelope Cruz and Adam Driver. Right, and Timmy won't shut up about this movie Thanksgiving, and I don't think anyone really cares about this movie except for that Addison Ray is in it, so um, apologies. Lindsay, people get killed with implements used for Thanksgiving dinner. Bobby, tell me there's no discourse about Thanksgiving. Just confirm that I'm correct. No one is talking about this movie. No one. Maybe when it comes out, people will be like, have you seen the movie when somebody dies with by eating a turkey or whatever? I don't want like, to say no. no one because I do know Timmy is obsessed, but no one but Timmy. Thank you. That's what I just said that's a good shirt no one but timmy (laughs) so only timmy is talking about his Mm -hmm. other movie that he can't even talk about patrick dempsey but now we can talk about it now we can talk about it but sure but the article already came out so like who cares like we're done but i gotta say thanksgiving is much less glamorous than being in a michael mann movie that has oscar buzz not one where he's like a cop who's trying to figure out who killed someone with a turkey baster i know and i don't think that he would promote the movie thanksgiving being people's sexiest man i don't think that that goes Mm -hmm. together like I don't care. I don't think we're that desperate. I don't think he would sign himself up to promote that specific movie as people's sexiest man. I don't think that makes you look good or like, you know, no. classy or whatever. Sorry to Thanksgiving. Sorry to Thanksgiving. The thing about this that I want to get to the hooey people who got sexiest X, sexiest Y, sexiest Z because it's never just one sexy man. It's like myriad sexy men. Right. When me and you and Timmy, um, when you and Timmy and I were you know, guessing who the sexiest man alive would be. We didn't even we kind come of, close. We didn't come close. And it's sort of like, fool me once. You can never guess this shit. No, no. And and you always think you're so right. You, I mean, the way like, that, oh, the way that we thought, 
Right. Oh, you guys thought it was Timothy Chalamet. Like, get a grip. You know, like, no, absolutely not. There's just no way to guess what people is going to be up to. I thought that Bradley Cooper made sense even though he'd done it before. But then it's like, you can't predict where the crazy from the from the demented. It's very much those producer credits. It's like from the demented minds who brought you Blake Shelton in 2017 right, or whatever. It's you know, the, it's, right. like it's, it's you, from the random minds who brought you whoever. Exactly. Like it's you can't. It's such a handshake deal of a of a essentially spawn con people thing that you can't even there's no like rational way to guess this into your brain into into reality anyway it's patrick dempsey let's talk about the other sexiest men yeah these are the these are kind of the silly ones like sexiest tv star sexiest guy you're streaming due to the strike oh my god not people mentioning the strike the SAG after strike may have put a halt to any new shows, but you're not complaining. It gives you extra Bitch. time to curl up with old episodes of Supernatural and its oh dreamy God, legions up. and ackles. Shut up. It also said the sexiest TV star is James Marsden because of um, jury duty. Random. Close second, Jeremy Allen White and Will Sharp. Let's not forget uh, the sexiest podcast host, which you were <sighs> not nominated for. I wasn't even nominated. We got Taylor Lautner, Dax Shepard, Nick Vile, and Dom Dom Gabriel. Gabriel. Incredible. I mean, that is the bottom. Huge loss for Dax Shepard. Taylor Lautner took it. This is the bottom of the barrel, truly. Have you been following the um, Jonathan Van Ness and their, like, slow drip of details about Dax Shepard's podcast? Yes, it's more devious than I thought. JVN is slowly giving details. Well, it felt misquoted. Mm-hmm. It felt like the it felt misquoted. So I went to go listen to it and it was kind of misquoted. The context was off. And so I kind of moved on from it. Mm-hmm. And then JVN came out and they said, oh, no, it was like clipped to be like because they come off as kind of getting emotional a little bit fast. Like, uh-huh. like where did this come from? Like not where did this come from. There's a It's a heavy topic and they're very moved by it. But like you're kind of like, whoa, this just happened really quickly. But then it turns out, as JVN claims, that there was lots of cuts and there's things mm-hmm. missing from the final edit. And it's like, now I'm like, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And they said this to uh, Kiki Palmer. They run Kiki Palmer's podcast. On a di- well, that's what's funny is they went on a different podcast uh-huh. and talked about it too. So now we have two. Po- we have a podcast comment about another podcast appearance. I mean, it doesn't it just make you want to mm-hmm. hang up your microphone? It was funny. I love their quote that was like, you can hear an edit. And that was an edit. I don't think you can, actually. Because they have one. I think maybe they're a little more aware of that. Sure, 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 sure. And so JVM was speaking as a podcast professional, I think. Got it, got it, Being like, I can hear when things get cut. And so if you're familiar with it. Well, I would say listeners can't. But you're right. People who have podcasts maybe can. I sometimes can. But I don't think listeners really can. If you and if you also, can, you know. even if you can, you don't necessarily think anything about it. But when you know what used to be there, you definitely do. Right. Especially if you had an emotional moment mm-hmm. on a thing, wouldn't you remember what was said in the lead up to that? Right. You wouldn't just like I wouldn't remember anything I said in this podcast after we done recording. Sure, mm-hmm. that's normal. But if I cried, I would definitely remember like what happened. Yeah. And maybe if I heard the edit and you, you edited something yeah. shadily about me. I would remember. I think the shadiest thing that they said to Kiki was that they asked for a transcript and didn't get one. Yeah, right. And that's like... When you go on a podcast, keep your recording on your own device and then send a copy. 
that is such a good idea. Record yep. yourself. Record and yourself. Also, JVN, you have a podcast. So you mm-hmm. have a podcast microphone at least at your disposal mm-hmm. or something at your disposal. Record yourself. Don't even you don't even need to make sure it's good quality. Just record mm-hmm. yourself. Record yourself. And you should and you know what? That's a lesson for everyone. Yep. If you get asked to go on a podcast, record yourself. Record yourself. Who else is sexy? Inter- oh, the TikTok Se- star. I love this. So Jalen Noble. Who I didn't know who Jalen Noble was. Maybe I was going to say, who's Jalen Noble? But he won Sexiest TikTok Star, and he's just like a hunk. Okay. I went to his... Um, he's got the lion on the tit. That's a yes. big Hawkeye thing. Lion yes. face on tit. Lion yeah. face on tit. Mm. So I was like, who is this? Do I need to know who this is? And Do I you? thought the funniest thing about this person who has like over a million followers on TikTok and Instagram, and it's like okay. trying to be funny. Like I watched his review of like Phil's coffee from yesterday, and it was like, okay, whatever. Sure. I realized nowhere on Jalen Noble's feeds did he promote being people's sexiest TikTok star. I was like, the lack of relevance to I this know. generation is, what is so he, funny. What is he, like 25? Yeah, he's like, I, I don't guess, care. I guess 24, If I 25. read you this... I'm going to read you this right up and tell me you don't want to like crumple into the sea. Mm-hmm. Voters agree that Jalen Noble's sweet face and impressive bod stops FYP scrollers in their tracks. That's why more than 1.2 million people subscribe to see his posts about his Doberman, love of Monet McMichael, and his shirtless day in the life content, and why he took the top spot over Pottery Boy, <laughs> Josh Richards, and Aaron Matthews. You heard me right. I said Pottery Boy. The sad thing is... The only person in this grouping that I know is fucking Pottery Boy. Oh, I don't know Pottery Boy. He's like a sexy Potter guy who slaps the clay like really sexily. He like slaps the clay. Oh. Do you, huh. Does that make sense to you? No, he I get sl- it. I get it. Yeah. He's I was like, about to roll my like, eyes, but I follow one Pottery hunk on Instagram because, you know, I'm all about my reels, not my TikTok. The Potter I follow who is, doesn't quite like ham it up. He just happens to be a hunk who's a good Potter. Oh well, they all they all that's what they all say. My Instagram yeah. reels. My like I know. They're my getting like, worse, aren't my, they? My handful of LA based Instagram hunks. It's like this is so stupid. I know. Name them. Just kidding. Don't. Or do. Edgy Albert. Yep. Danny's mud shop, whose name is okay. Danny Dorick. That's really it. It's just those okay. two. And <laughs> your po- and pottery guy. Ooh. No, your he's pottery. pottery. He's pottery guy. Danny okay. Danny's mud shop. He makes okay. cute little things. You'd like the stuff he makes. I want the slapping guy. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm all about reels. So are you. I, well, I go to where the content is the most demented. Okay. And I would say reels is taking the cake right Okay, now. listen. Sexiest Pedro Pascal. Dog Stupid. dad pa- Pedro. Stupid. Awful, awful, Stupid. awful, awful, Stupid. awful, awful, Stupid. awful, awful Sexiest awful, awful. grandpa, Pierce Brosnan. The second, third, and fourth places were Kurt Russell Al Roker, and I believe that's Michael Douglas. <laughs> yeah, it's Michael Douglas. It's Michael Douglas. Sexiest morning show host, Mark Consuelos. Love that. He's like the only morning show host with like actual abs who's always like, I love fucking my beautiful wife. Like he like he was made for this. He's explicitly sexy. The other people right. just happen to be sexy. That's what I'm saying. George, although like George Stephanopoulos doesn't belong on this list. I'm sorry. Like, no I don't offense. think like I don't think Kelly had to like put out a hit to get him on the top of this no, list. This, no, see, this you're right. feels like you're it was the right. list right. made for him. She yeah. would though. She would though. Sexiest athlete, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, who else? Who, name another. Well, I bet you, because Lewis Hamilton was, I think, their number two, it says here. I bet that it could have been any one of these people, and they moved him to the front of the list when he started of dating course. Taylor Swift. Of course. And, you know, if they had gotten Travis for the cover, it would have been such an amazing feat. Like, it would have yeah, shown, yeah, like, that they could yeah. be on their, they could work on their feet and be a little bit more, like, off the cuff. But, like, 
but you know people they absolutely cannot be like that i love like, that you mean the not... company people you know people <laughs> like you know like people mag like they just can't be like that mm-hmm. so are we done with people sexiest i feel like every year you, we, we just you keep feeding us this garbage and we keep eating it you know we're like yum 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 and I'll i just feel this. like i'll drink that garbage yeah i'll drink it up and i think we know that it's garbage and we know what it we know what's going on here we know the how the how the cookies are made what how the how the how sausage the sausage is made. made yeah cookies okay i'm mary brady eating pizza out of a garbage can going this people tastes like garbage yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> this people tastes like garbage oh from sex in the city god that's mm-hmm. a bleak moment you're quoting there it's a very bleak moment but it's Steve's like bomb. highly it's memeable kind of a- no, Steve's and it's mom. a classic. It's a classic. And it's giving very New York, New York baby. You know, like, like I'm going to keep eating this garbage. Also, that's one of Miranda's best moments. Oh. Well, yeah, what is, what is Magda said? What you empathy. did, that was love. What you did, that is love. Okay, can we move on, please? We have to move on to Sabrina Carpenter desecrating the Catholic Church to sell a song. Okay, here we go. How much of this same let me guess, your medicine cabinet is crammed with stuff that doesn't work. You still aren't sleeping, you still hurt, and you're stressed out. That's how it was for us. So we cleared out our cabinets and reset our health with CBD from CB Distillery. I like CB Distillery because I like CBD, but not all CBD. Mm. Sometimes you take CBD and you're like, yeah. this didn't do anything. Fair. You're like, did this do anything or didn't it do anything? Mm-hmm. I honestly can't tell. And then mm. sometimes when you take CBD that works... And you feel something, mm-hmm. you're like relieved. Mm-hmm. And CB Distillery, I'm like, okay, this is actually working. A little drip drip into the tea before bedtime? Into the tea. CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality clean ingredients. No fluff, no fillers, just pure effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm. 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity. And an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. I like it for sleep. That's what I use CBD for. And this one's a little dripper. You a little drip drip yeah I a little like dropper turmeric tea you know Ooh, I love a little a drip drop tea. if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief make the change like we did to cb distillery and with over two million customers and a solid 100 money back guarantee cb distillery is a source to trust we have a 20 percent discount to get you started visit cbdistillery.com and use code who for 20 percent off that's cbdistillery.com code who cbdistillery.com As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. When we announced our latest tour dates, I said, well, all I have to do is get these on the website. And that's going to take me literally 30 seconds. It's going to take me maybe shorter than this ad goes on to update our tour dates on the website and making it easy for everyone to go buy tickets to see us in London and Dublin. And we wouldn't have been able to do that without Squarespace. I know. And then when we added a new date, you said, Bobby, can you update the poster? And then I sent you the new poster and then you just put it back on the Squarespace. Yeah. Because you can just drag and drop. I uploaded it. It was incredible. And there it is. You can buy tickets right on our Squarespace. That's right. It's the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all in your terms. I know. We've got the contact form, which is used all the time. People always contact us through the Squarespace contact form, which we love. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to embed stuff, as we said. A feature that you love using when we're testing stuff out which is like password protect pages if you're not ready to launch them. You love putting a password on a page and being like, check this, make sure it's okay. But it's very helpful. Yes, of course I have to do yeah. that for testing, for beta yeah. testing. It's very Gotta nice. make sure it's right. 
you use it for beta testing, but you could also just like make pages private. If you don't want to like put every episode of like your secret podcast on your Squarespace, just put it behind the paywall. <laughs> oh my God. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash who, W-H-O, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. How to be famous. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby. Um, I'm really, um, I am really curious about this new feud that I've heard Sabrina Carpenter is in. Um, it may not be as high profile as her um, first first famous feud, but um, I don't know, it's still high profile in a, a pretty big way. Um, I'm seeing that Sabrina Carpenter is in a feud now with uh, Annunciation of the Blessed Virgin Mary Church in Brooklyn. Um, Bishop, wait, Bishop Brennan at the Brooklyn Diocese <laughs> um, is calling her sacrilegious. Anyway, um, would love love to hear more about this new Sabrina Carpenter feud. Wow, that girlie, she just can't can't stop fighting with big entities like Olivia Rodrigo and God. Um, okay, uh, who stacked the rock? Crunch, crunch. APLT, long time, long time. This just in from John Brown of the Christian Post Reporter. Bishop performs mass of reparation on church following lewd Sabrina Carpenter video, demotes priest. First graph. Roman Catholic Bishop of the Diocese of Brooklyn performed a massive reparation on Saturday to cleanse a historic church in Williamsburg that was the setting of a lewd, violent music video by pop star Sabrina Carpenter. Um, I am Jewish and also not a Sabrina Carpenter fan. I don't know what they call themselves these days. Um, so really don't understand a lot of what's going on here, but am fascinated by the idea of a priest being disciplined for letting Sabrina Carpenter perform a quote-unquote lewd music video in the church. Uh, I would love to hear your uh, theological analysis of this incident. Um, I really, really hope that uh, Sabrina is out there vibing and, uh, you know, queering the church spaces as she sees fit. Um, Live in La Vida Laptop, crunch, crunch. First of all, Sabrina Carpenter's fans are called Carpenters. It's very easy. <laughs> Jesus wasn't the only Carpenter disrespecting his parent religion. Well, this was the tweet that's in here from Gwen Brina. Jesus was a Carpenter. He won't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I am a Sabrina Carpenter fan from Boy Meets World days because, nope, Girl, Girl Meets, Meets World, World days. But I. It took me a while to get into her music career. I did kind of, I did kind of say that girl's an actress. Like I don't want to hear the music, mm -hmm. but I think she doesn't even want to act anymore. I think she just wants me to hear the music. And then she was the other woman in, um, in parking lot, driveway, driver's license, driver's license. Mm -hmm. And then she caused, and, and I was Allegedly. like, oh, and I, now I really don't want to hear her music because I'm like this girl. But then I heard this song, Feather, and I was like, oh, I love this song. Then I saw the video and I said, oh, 
I love this song even more. Well, this is a long line of like pop stars desecrating the Catholic Church, either just for like aesthetic purposes, maybe like minor political reasons, like a Madonna, like a prayer, like a Sinead O'Connor ripped up a photo of the Pope. Katy Perry's a one-man army trying to kill every nun in the country. Well, Sabrina did something a little different, which was that she did a music video about killing um, boys, and mm -hmm. then she celebrated their deaths with fake pink coffins on the uh, the pulpit of the Catholic Church. So I yes. do think she did a little bit... I, think, I don't think she was really going... She wasn't really going for as much Catholic church hurt as, let's say, Sinead was, as, let's say, Madonna Oh, no, was. not at all. This is completely apolitical. Sabrina, I think, actually was kind of like, oops. Like, she was just kind of having an aesthetic. Like, Sabrina was searching for aesthetic, not necessarily kind of... And you know what? Maybe ask her. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe she said I was coming for the church the entire time. I don't think she was. Well... It's like Madonna like a prayer it was like actually like a Jesus figure. Sinead was right. obviously anti-Catholic church for right, like, of course. you know, very structural yes. abuse reasons. Sabrina right. Carpenter just wanted a vaguely religious angle, like a, any sort right. of holy place to put a, to put a coffin. It could have been any denomination. Four she coffins, just happened to yes. choose she, kills she just happened to choose a Catholic church in Williamsburg, Brooklyn that's Love across that. the street from like the one that's across from like the milk bar. There's like a million vape shops around it. My therapist was around there for a while. I love this church. I'm just sort of like, this church exists in a zone that is so completely unholy. desecrated already. It, it exists in a very unholy intersection, which is why I, I think this is particularly funny. But the thing is, I kind of thought this was, this was giving a little um, publicity stunt when I first saw it. I don't it, think so. I, no, well, well, listen. So at first I thought, okay, it's it's enough. You know, this is just publicity stunt. Yeah. Uh, I think we're leaking this to get everyone upset. And then... It kind of, because I cut it out of last week because I was like, it's kind of boring that mm -hmm. they just like are fake up in arms about this because they get fake up in arms about a lot of stuff. Uh -huh. And then the story kept going because they literally dismissed a Monsignor. Yeah, they demoted him. They didn't fire him, but they demoted him. A priest him. got demoted. Mm -hmm. Bishop Robert Brennan also removed Monsignor Jamie Gigatello. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. From his position of administrative oversight over Our Lady Mount Carmel Annunciation Paris, the diocese says in its statement obtained by the Christian Post. Oh my God, where will where will girlies who want to want to dance on the pulpit now go? They're never going to let any girly uh, film a music video in the mm -hmm. church again. So basically, what they say happened is that they requested to use the church for this video. The church said yes. Then they saw the video and said, we didn't agree to this. You gave us too vague of a of a concept. Yes. We never would have agreed this had we known the extent of what Sabrina Carpenter would be doing on that altar. Mm-hmm, sure. And then they got mad at the person who did the original approval. Did they not hear him. the song? It's about <laughs> fuck boys, okay? It's not about Jesus. It's not like, oh, holy night, Sabrina Carpenter's version. It's, mm -hmm. it's about, you know... Mm-hmm. It's about mm -hmm. being, feeling light like a feather when you dump your boyfriend and you're like, fuck you, man. Get out of here. Such a good song. We we keep seeing that like, oh, Sabrina Carpenter is being sued by the Catholic Church. I don't think a lawsuit has been filed. No, I think they're keeping it internal is what yeah. I'm saying. And I, yeah. and I think that Sabrina Carpenter ha is no longer welcome in any church in this particular archdiocese. But I think most of the turmoil is happening, like you said, internally, like within this community because they really are placing all the blame on this one Monsignor. Yeah. That's what it seems like. I love this because I think this song is like worthy of the of this like weird PR moment it's mm -hmm. having with the church. Like, it's it's fun to me that this song that's actually good is getting attention in this way. Like, well, it's, go Sabrina. 
it's fun for the song to be getting attention for the song and not for her in the context of Olivia Rodrigo and what's his name. Well, yeah, we're so over that. It's so nice that Sabrina Carpenter is just like, I'm going to release a, f- a good song with a fun video. We're so over that. Yeah. I cannot wait to walk down like Metropolitan at some point in the near future and see someone taking a photo of that church and know for a fact that, that it's, it's gonna because be they know it's about Carpenter. the video. Yeah. Mm. I'm not sure you're ever going to see that, but I, I want that for um, you. <laughs> Next up. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, to me, a long time, long time, Taylor Tomlinson, who I love, is going to be taking over James Corden's show, Who I Hate. And I'm so excited. I might actually start watching late night comedy. Oh, my God. Um, Crunch, crunch. So, listen, I'm so happy you've heard of this girl. But what's funny about me is the other day my dad called me and was like, I thought we were going to this concert, but we're actually going to a comedy show. Have you ever heard of this woman, Taylor Tomlinson? Your parents saw Taylor Tomlinson do comedy? Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, I've never heard of her. And I Googled her and it was the day that it had been announced that she was taking over after midnight. And I was kind of laughing and I was like, wow, dad, you like somehow are seeing this girly at like maybe the peak of her career, like a huge moment for her. And he was like, I don't know. I just like hadn't heard of her and our friend of ours had tickets and invited us. What? (laughs) So then I was like watching her call me. I was like, oh, she is like kind of funny. Huh. What's crazy about these types of announcements is like after midnight is not like a huge show, but because technically that's late night, she becomes what? The only woman in late night or something like the idea that like there are just no women in this world, which it's annoying. So so even if nobody watches this show, Mm -hmm. there is this kind of like institutional importance or kind of like this ladder that then you get to climb by being in late night even though you're after, 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 because that's where James Corden came from. You know, that's where these guys come from sometimes. They come from like the late, 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 late version. That's, I guess that's the only reason I would say like you should care or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I'm like also kind of like who cares? The thing that made me care is that I'm not sure, was it the call I just played or another call? There was someone, yeah, it was this call where someone was like clearly the audience that CBS wants being like, I'm going to have to watch this. And I was like, oh my God. This is, this is all they wanted. The show is also being restructured, as far as I can tell, to not even be necessarily about the time slot. It's being structured so that it becomes viral online the next day. Right. No, right. Well, and that's right. That's the other thing about late night. They like, need it to is be anyone even Is anyone even watching late night as it airs, or are these just constructions for that post-viral lift or whatever? Which is, to his faint credit, which is sort of what Corden was good at. No, totally. No, totally. But also, I'd prefer them existing and having that be the thing than them not existing at all, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. Right? At least they do have a purpose. At least mm-hmm. they do have a whatever. I think this is also just kind of incubation for future talent. I think they they are trying to see in the future and say, like, you know how the you know the pickle we're in with The Daily Show right now, how mm-hmm. they don't know who's going to host it? Oh, yeah. They don't want to have that pickle ever again. They're like, how do we avoid that in the future? How do we, we avoid this like, pickle? Yeah, we need to have like young, talented people that people like and that we mm-hmm. could promote. Like, we can't just keep promoting James Corden. By the way, he doesn't, ex- he literally moved back to the exist. UK and is starting a podcast. I'm serious. Like, he's like out of the game. So, tell me something interesting about this girly because I'm sort of like, okay, she's a comedian. Okay. 
that's the thing is I, she, she's got a lot of followers on TikTok. She does she's a lot of Netflix like specials. ex-boyfriend comedy. She's got two specials. She kind of reminds me of the other guy that we talked about recently who was on SNL. Oh, Nate Bergatze. But you know what I'm kind of realizing that I think is something that we, because we're not like into stand-up comedy, we're not really discussing, is that these Netflix specials are kind of star makers. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm realizing too. People are loving watching these comedian specials on Netflix. I think it's it's kind of giving, uh, what was the old stand-up, Def Jam comedy, the Def HBO Jam comedy, comedy stand Comedy Central Hours. Right. Remember when that was such a thing? You had to, you kind of were always like, who's the new talent? I'm watching mm-hmm. these. these. Who's I this Dane that, Cook guy? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that this is kind of where it has ended up and getting an hour special on Netflix is kind of like a big deal and people are out here watching maybe comedians they haven't heard of on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. That's something. It's not my genre, but it's a very popular genre, so it's easy for me to not see it. And it allows you to sell out big venues when you go on tour. That's mm-hmm. the other thing, is I think that's the main issue here. Issue. When you type in comedy on Netflix and just click enter, give mm-hmm. me the the top comedy specials that pop up are Nate Bargatze, Shane Gillis, <laughs> Taylor yeah. Tomlinson, uh-huh. and Bill Burr. Like, incredible. Who have you heard of in that? Bill Burr? Bill I Burr? I kind of heard of Bill Burr. Well, he's the one who was also in, like, one of the number one Netflix movies right. of the past month that kept being on the top ten, the one about the old dads. The one that's old called da- Old Dads. Old Dads. <laughs> it's called Old Dads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old Dads. Netflix is insane. It's like, number one, Old Dads. Number two, The Impossible. It's like, get me out of here. <laughs> no, tr- I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's very <laughs> contained, but it's like, they have so many subscribers that it's just like... They direct you to the content, and if you get, and if everyone's being directed in the same direction, then they're all going to be watching this mm-hmm. Taylor Tomlinson late night special. The other thing I find interesting about this is she's she's hosting after midnight based on at midnight with Chris Hardwick, so she's in the James Corden slot, but she's hosting a show based off a show in a different place that used to exist. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, and, and at midnight had a panel. Yeah. I know we've we've explained why she's very famous now because of these Netflix specials and because of her like comedy writing and her touring, but she also had a thing that like this actually did ring a bell because comedy didn't ring a bell for, like I don't watch these specials didn't ring a bell for me. This early pandemic, we're talking March fifteenth, twenty twenty, content that she made with her ex boyfriend, who's also a comedian, did ring a bell because I remember seeing these videos no, and being don't. like, absolutely not. New couple gets quarantined. Oh my god, you did. Yes. I was like, I reject this. I reject it. You remember seeing this woman's comedy and rejecting it. Yes. But they were, it was bad comedy. It was bad quarantine comedy. Maybe I would. But maybe you would like her single. Maybe I would. They had a, they had a podcast together. Obviously, broke up. Okay. I will say I, I do appreciate a woman who launches a podcast with her comedian boyfriend and does couples content with them during quarantine. And then they break up and has to be like, all right, pivoting out of both of these things, you know? Well, what's also sort of funny about it is that she's... I think like seven years younger than her ex-boyfriend, who's also comedian, Sam Marill. And then she breaks up with her comedian boyfriend and becomes more famous than the ex-boyfriend. Well, you have to love that. You have to love that. It's funny. I don't think there's much more we can do here. Let's move on. Hey, BLT. Long time, long time. I am calling in because I'm getting a lot of ads for uh, Old Navy, and it's Natasha Leone, and she's, like, doing a very Natasha Leone thing uh, with the accent and everything and, uh, like, her giant mouth or whatever. I don't know. I have a giant mouth. 
But I'm just curious, like, is she a them? I don't know. It's like, I'm trying to think of who is usually in Old Navy commercials. I guess, like, they probably don't have... Honestly, they probably have a huge budget. Like, it's a little random. Um, do people who shop at Old Navy know who Latasha, Natasha Leone is? And, like, do people that like Natasha Leone shop at Old Navy? Like, I'm just so confused by this pairing. And has she done this before? I'm just so deeply confused. And I need help. Uh, please, please help me with this. Thank you. Crunch, crunch. Nobody belongs in balloons. Love you guys. She who are them, Natasha Leon? I think she's them. I think she's she's reaching into them them territory. Although, she, to be fair, it's like, what has she done? Oh no, she was in that other she thing. Was in the Orange is the new black. Orange is the new no, black, and uh, b- 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 the one about the, you know, the one with sweet birthday baby, Greta Lee. No, but that that's called? when I think she hit the peak. That was when I think yeah. she could have gone into. What was that show black, called? Russian, Russian Russian doll. Okay. Russian doll, and then she was in the other one more recently that I would say is Liz List impactful on peacock where she would like solved crimes uh the one the 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 the, the ryan johnson ryan one. johnson one yeah i don't remember any of these shows names Whoa. huh okay uh you a glitzy player me super snazzy a real saucy boy <gasps> dynamite don't i know it style maestro thanks it's old navy but here's my issue with this natasha leone doing old navy ads is one thing doing them in straight hair girly you are a traitor how dare you you think you can just straighten your hair you think you can just get rid of your iconic curls put on a little beanie i understand that girlies with curly hair don't look iconic in beanies like that it is hard to get curly hair under a beanie that way Mm -hmm. but you're just gonna straighten your hair put on a beanie and pretend like you're just a normal girly in old navy cargos it's like you showing up to one of our shows one of our live shows with straight hair and i'm just like you think i'm not gonna say anything about this (laughs) yeah it's, it's you think also, I'm not going to say anything about this? Also, there's two of her with straight hair. It's not like, oh, one Natasha Leone has curly hair well, one is and wavy. one Natasha Leone has straight hair. No, one no. is straight, one is wavy. But she, I know what her hair pattern is. Okay. Like, I know this is not her hair. And I just think she's made a career out of her beautiful curly hair and you're going to want me to buy you this old navy clothes when you are showing off with the straight hair? No, we are not doing mm-hmm. that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's straighter. That's how I feel about this. How do you feel? Because the caller was like, oh, she's kind of a, is she a sellout for this Old Navy? I'm saying slay, get your money, whatever. I don't. And also, the other thing I think about her is this is somebody who's been in the industry long enough that if Old Navy comes knocking, she knows now to open the door. That's exactly what I was going to say. Don't you think? I was like, Natasha Leone had a rough, like, maybe decade trying to, like, right. get some respect. And then the moment she yes. got respect and then kind yes. of lost it again. Yes. I think she knows the industry well enough to be like, I'm going to take this. I'm going to grab it because I know that everything's fleeting. Right. And it's kind of fantastic and rare to get that second chance to be offered the Old Navy again. I don't think she would have been like she the way that she was famous the first time around or notable. I don't think that she would have been offered the Old Navy. But now that the way that culture works, she is. If she were just the but I'm a cheerleader girly, if she was just yes. a teen, funny, yes. queer girly, I don't yes. think this would have happened. But now that she's had a resurgence that I think is real, I think she's maybe more famous in the same way that like we don't we, we don't realize the extent of stand up comedy's impact. I think she's more famous than we realize. Yeah, I think she's more famous. She's definitely more famous than she's ever been. How about that? And also I think that now it's like being a character is more sellable too. Mm-hmm. Being a being quirky, being a Jennifer Coolidge, being a Pedro Pascal. No one you know, has like, her voice. No one has her no. vibe. No, and and having a, like a quirky look, a quirky vibe is more 
is more what brands want mm-hmm. because they they know that they're not going to get like the Jennifer Lawrence yeah. or whatever or like that's just it's, but it, that's what I'm saying like it's just very it's interesting to me and the the hair joke hair is obviously a joke but I do think it is interesting that she's like I'm never turning down one of these things again I think that you kind of want someone who's a cool who to be in your old navy ad because you want your brand to look cool you want your brand to look kind of niche. No, I know. But it is funny to take this cool woman and immediately make her the most uncool version of By herself, which her is hair. straight hair, cargo pants, <laughs> you know, cargo, whatever she's wearing. She looks Slacks. cool. The, she looks cool. She still okay, looks fine. cool. Well, then they made her say, I'm too seasoned for uncomfortable clothes. I won't play that game. And it's like, okay, yeah, I know. I'm over 32. I ag- I agree. But like... Oh, they're really they're really putting you out the pasture by making you say these things about wearing your old navy clothes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I truly am having a hard time with her. My gut says she's still a who. Character actor who? Like she's prestige, she she's iconic. She's hard to categorize because she's kind of iconic. But like what's her big thing recently? A peacock show. I think it was successful, but how do you know? But thing is that's how everyone works now. I just don't know. Everyone's siloed. Everyone's in a bubble. Okay, well, that's the whole point of our podcast. I'm calling her a them. Okay. I'll call her a them, too. I just needed someone to take me over the edge. She's a them. Okay. Okay. I want to be famous. Lindsay, you're in my apartment. You're sitting on my couch right now. Oh, my God. Wow. What does it smell like? Nothing. Nothing. And the cats are around. And I don't really have a scent. And the cats are around. I would be annoyed. I'm like, well, doesn't it smell like my scent? But there's no scent, really. And the cats are around. The cats are around. You said hi to the cats. I saw them. They're here. It's not like you're hiding them from me. Yeah. So that I don't smell them. They're here. It doesn't smell like cat anything. Doesn't smell like You would cat. tell me, it right? It doesn't smell like poopy or pee-pee. You would tell me, right? No, I would. You would. I wouldn't have sat here recording this podcast if I could smell cat urine. I know, and you can't smell cat urine, so you can comfortably record a podcast around cats because Pretty Litter makes it so that my house doesn't smell like fucking cat. Yeah. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month without clumping. That means no more wasting litter. And it gives me peace of mind because in addition to trapping odor, the crystals change color if it detects early warning signs of illness in your cats. So when you go to the vet, you can say, well, the crystals turned this color. That could mean this color. And they like hearing it. They like Plus, it, it ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space in my little apartment. And even better, I don't have to like lug stuff all the way from the store up the elevator and the stairs into my apartment. I count on Pretty Litter to keep my house smelling fresh and clean. And you can too. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You know that Bobby and I live in New York City. If there's anything we like talking about other than like, you know, what are the hot restaurants? It's apartments. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. I could talk about apartments for hours. (laughs) Where? What's in it? What do you want? How much? Landlords. Blah, blah, blah. What are your mandatories? Laundry and building? Oh my God, you have a washer and dryer in the unit? Never heard of such a thing. Oh my goodness. I don't need it. But you know what I do need? Dishwasher. You and I do need? Oh, I take a dishwasher. I take a dish... (laughs) uh, Actually, yeah, I take a dishwasher over a washer and dryer in a heartbeat. In a a New York minute, baby. Any day. 
Do you need a balcony? No, I find balconies overrated. I think they're a scam. I think balconies are a scam to make people feel like they have extra value. Maybe you're like, no carpets. Maybe you're like, I need hard floors. Maybe you're like, I have a pet. I need somewhere to put my pet. These are all the things that you need to know when you're looking for an apartment. And using apartments.com means you can filter in and filter out whatever you want Mm -hmm. and you don't want when you're searching for apartments. And that is crucial. Features like favorites has the listings that stood out to you so you can revisit them and won't lose what could be an amazing future home. Visit apartments.com. The place to find a place. I want to be famous. Hi, Lindsay Bobby Timmy. Um, just saw that Hillary Duff has a new product line called Below 60 Degrees. Um, it says it's 100% natural home fragrances inspired by the pristine air below the 60th parallel. <laughs> anyway, just wondering if we need, uh, if we need to try this, like Francesca Reza's salsa. Um, let me know. Also, is there a thing about the air below the 60th parallel? I've never <laughs> heard that before. Um, okay. Crunch, crunch. I live in the Vita laptop. Bye. Celebrities need to stop releasing products. <laughs> well, I can't buy I can't buy everything celebrities make. It has to be something truly special or funny for me to be able to do this because I'm going to run out of money because I keep buying it. What is this? She's saying that air in Antarctica, 60th parallel south, that air is very clean and clear and fresh and wonderful. What? And so she made air fresheners that are apparently not bad for you because as a mom, she writes, she's more concerned with, you know, what she brings into the home and whether it's natural and, you know, healthy or whatever. It's like a plug-in okay. air fragrance. No, I don't, I don't hate this because it is kind of the chic version, and I haven't seen any of these before. And one time I did search, it's the chic version of the Glade plug-in, you know, yeah. which is actually kind of an ugly, like kind of gross thing that yeah. I, I think is kind of out of fashion, right? Mm-hmm. That like mm-hmm. you plug it in and you like add plug the it gel, in, plug it in. That those like gel packs Like it all crunchy whatever. crispy at the end yeah. of it. Yeah. This I think is more like, what if it was that, but it was like an infuser or something? A diffuser? A diffuser. What, well, oh my God, is, that's what I meant. This a is diffuser. what's confusing to me because I'm sort of like, I thought like essential oil diffusers were fine and I thought essential oils were already the sort of like clean way of bringing scents into your home. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, it is... Inside the diffuser is a heater that warms up the wick of the fragrance cartridge. The wick acts like a straw drawing in 100% natural fragrance. Oil. It's the It works the same way as plug it in, plug it in, though, which is interesting. Yeah, so it's a little more convenient. It's just like, oh, great, more plastic that you throw away. No, you're so right. And it is it, right. And it's like we already have the thing where you pour the water in, you put the oil yeah, in. Yeah, you, you love those things. It, I do love those things. I still have the one you gave me. It's pretty nice, right? Gives a good it's smell. It's nice. No, it's perfect. You just all it's all about the oils that you buy. You just have to buy the oils. And also you can buy a big one that's essentially like um a humidifier and put a little oil in it and then it becomes a diffuser and a humidifier. So it's like you mm-hmm. can do both at once. Mm-hmm. This yeah, this feels very plug it in, plug it in. And I don't like this because you have to I buy like new cartridges versus just being able to get oils, which is kind of the fun part of it. You can buy oils everywhere now. Match oils. You can buy oils anywhere. And people can get you oils and it's just like it's nice. I hate this. I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like no, this I, at all. No, I hate it. And I think that like Hillary Duff, speaking of like pop stars, if, I don't know if I'll cut the Troy Sivan segment, but we talked about Troy Sivan in a previous segment that may or may not have existed. It was boring. Here's a pop star, former pop star, who still cannot decide quite what. I think Hillary Duff in a way is kind of the perfect well, two. Well, she have a show. Hillary Duff is kind of a perfect two it. because yeah. despite all these sort of like bona fides on her resume, yeah. it's still sort of like, what are you doing? <laughs> 
what are you doing? Right. And I don't really well, know right, what she's doing. Are you doing. talking about Troy Savon's home home furnishings line that he has started or whatever? Yes. The first one, Mint Disco on Ice, really plays into below 60s ethos. It's a lavender mint glacial water scent. What a glacial water smell like. That's really fresh and kind of cooling. I feel like it's totally unisex. Again, a fragrance in your house and not, does not have to be gendered. Uh, that's my aside. And then, if citrus were a feeling, is a heavily citrus influence, but it has some floral notes and a little bit of wood to balance it out. And then there's Vanilla, Vanilla Buys a Timeshare time in Paradise. In paradise. <laughs> Obviously, these titles are really playful. Yeah, no kidding. I'm inspired. I'm such a sucker for good marketing. A great name and a story really involves me. And then I feel it involves the customer and it just really takes you there. I'm losing it. She wants you to buy Mint Disco, If Citrus Were a Feeling, and Vanilla Buys a Timeshare in Paradise. Okay, Jimmy Buffett ass. Those are some Jimmy Buffett ass titles. And then do you throw away the... It's just like, oh, let's make it like Antarctica. It's like... So let's make more plastic that you ship UPS to my front door instead of just going to the store and buying a little glass jar of essential oils. I mean, I get that everything has a carbon footprint. It just seems like particularly disingenuous to make something about like the purity and the perfection of Antarctica, something so filled with plastic and that comes in a, so mad in, a, about in a fucking paper box to your house from the UPS You're guy so every month. Mad it's, about just plastic. So, it's just so, it's just, it's just such a fucking joke, you know, and I and I hate it. And the desperation that they have, like being like, oh, let's pick Hillary Duff because she has a family. No, I hate it. I just hate it. But if you want to sponsor the podcast, I'll love it. <laughs> the 60th Peril. She's she talking about the 60th Peril North. Is that South. what she's talking about? South. She's about South? She's talking about South. Hold on. Hold on. Because it's below 60. Because below 60th Parallel North is just our shitty air in North America. Okay, true. So she's talking about the 60th yeah. Parallel south, south, which is a circle of latitude that is 60 degrees south of mm-hmm. the Earth's equatorial plane. No land lies on the parallel. It crosses nothing but ocean. The closest mm-hmm. group of is a rocks called Coronation Island, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It marks the northern limit of the Southern Ocean. Um, and the Ar- Antarctic Treaty System, and the southern boundary of the South Pacific Nuclear uh, Weapon Free Zone, and mm-hmm. the Latin America Nuclear Weapon Free Zone. Okay, so it's <laughs> featured in featured in the book The Wager because they kind of they take the boat between um, Antarctica and South America, and there's a whole thing about like how crazy the currents are there because uh, it, it, latitudinally. There's no land to stop the currents from just spinning, spinning, spinning. So it's like rapid uh, currents in that area. So she's just talking about, she's like, Antarctica must smell pretty good. Like, that's what (laughs) she's saying. She's like, she's like, I've never been there, but like, (laughs) it must smell pretty good. (laughs) Like, even if you like shit in Antarctica, like the air is so fresh that just like gets wafted away. Like it wafts, it wafts the smells away. And it's Mm -hmm. like so healthy and so clean down there because Mm -hmm. none of our garbage has reached it. Mm -hmm. Is that what she's saying? How do I dispose of an empty refill? I'm on their FAQs. We're in this world together. Please dispose of below 60 products responsibly following local recycling and waste guidelines. Together, we keep our environment clean. Is it recyclable, bitch, or what? She's not even saying whether it's recyclable. Honey, is it recyclable? I'm just like, how hard could it be to write some songs and release an album? You don't need to be doing all this. Here, let me name. Here, let me think of some names for songs on our new album. (laughs) 
Mint disco. If citrus were a feeling, vanilla buys a timeshare in, in paradise. This is really, God, the FAQs on Below 60 are so funny. One of them is, one of them is. We need our pop stars Wait. to release music if only so they don't, so they don't do this, make stupid products. Don't you agree? No, I agree. So they don't have to respond to the question, why can't I smell my below 60 degree fragrance? It's like, maybe you have a cold. Maybe you have a COVID. Bummer. We <laughs> want your space to smell amazing. Let's troubleshoot to get those fresh scents flowing. This is very like mama let's research. First, make sure your fragrance warmer is plugged in. Okay. Next, Babe, check fair. that your fragrance refill clicks fully into place. Also confirm the strength switch isn't off. Try both H and L settings. And then this paragraph, hilarious. H and L. Also... Your nose may have become used to the scent. Our sense of smell can't tune out fragrances it's constantly exposed to. Try a new fragrance to see if you notice that one more. Stop. It's like, buy more shit. No, God. I love this. It, no, I think she to. should have said, Mama, do you have a cold? Check your nose. Is Mama, it take a to- Can you Mama, smell take other a COVID things? Test. <laughs> Mama, take a COVID What if my device is leaking is so funny. <laughs> no, I think it's extremely funny. If you can't smell, she says, take a COVID test. That is peak... Each one should come with a free COVID test because it's like if you have COVID, <laughs> you should wait to plug in your Hillary Duff 60 degrees under 60 degrees air freshener because it's not going to work. And do you know what her, her role is? CEO, creative director, chief brand director. So this is, babe, they brought her on late. This is what they company, do. Babe, this is like the salsas all over again. We're never going to get these in the mail. Don't even bother. Oh. There's going to be shipping delays, mama. At least Francia Raisa like came up with the salsa recipes. You know, they're her favorite recipes. How do you recipes. know Hilary Duff wasn't mixing together the oils? and? Because she's the chief brand director. She has nothing. It doesn't say she's like the chief chemist. I'll do anything for these girlies to release albums again so they can stop doing this stuff. Or just not this. I just, I just, it, it's, this was a, this was a Patreon comment recently. It's just like. The overcapitalization of all of our pop girlies and celebrities is just becoming increasingly brutal. <laughs> well, it's Kim Kardashian's fault. I mean, it really yeah. is. Like, it it's, is. It's the it is. it's the entrepreneurship of celebrity that it's 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 their fault. Really, sorry. And you can't just do everything. Well, you can. The amount of plastic to make your house smell like Antarctica is so insane. (laughs) To announce my new line of what if I use that as (laughs) name? And that's why I'm announcing on this podcast my new line. What would I even sell? If you had to release like one absolutely terrible direct to consumer (sighs) product, what would it be? What would the genre be? It's hard because like obviously food and drink is the most fun of an object to get is to Mm -hmm. sell. I think mm-hmm. it provides people the most pleasure. And also it's like, I it's food and drink and you eat it and it's gone. Like there's no like I have less of a problem. Of that, I have less really. of a problem with that, yeah. Right? Like I'm making you f- food Even and Even alcohol drink. too. Like, uh, right, know, or like drug, well. like cool, like like funky weed product. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm really interested in the, I love those like fancy weed edibles that they mm-hmm. have now that are like chef created or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like if I had this, if I had a stupid item, like a stupid, stupid item, you know, it would be some like electronic doodad or whatever, because I love that shit. <laughs> It'd be like a light that like changes as the day goes by. Yeah, and your it'd be mood like some changes. kind of weird mood, right? And you'd be able to like speak to it, and it would. You'd be like, I'm like, 
I'm sad or like I'm do but like, you would be something stupid. What would you do? Why sorry, why would you You would you would be really good at like you go over to your apartment and you're like, "Oh, look at my new light. It and connects to a Bluetooth it. speaker that connects to my phone that also connects to my toaster oven. And when I'm making toast, Wait, the light turns I red. And when listen, I'm making <laughs> Listen, I have a problem. So as you do, do listeners, listeners don't know this. My air fryer was recalled for exploding. Like it didn't explode <laughs> yeah. in my house, but it did. It did get recalled it for fear in of other explosion. Houses, yeah. So they, so they had to. They made me cut the wire, like literally, to prevent any sort of. Like they were so scared that it was going to explode that they made me cut the wire and like put it on the street and like get rid of it. Right? Or mm-hmm. I don't even know where it went. Talk mm-hmm. about wasteful. But the and then they said, okay, we'll send you a new ver- a new whatever. But we can't yeah. send you this air fryer. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'll get a toaster of because I need a new toaster oven anyway. So this is like fine. And it's worth more than my air fryer anyways. And mm-hmm. I actually don't even really need an air fryer. And also toaster ovens are air fryers. So mm-hmm. air fryers whatever. are toaster ovens with fans. Yes. Okay. So listen, so I get this toaster oven and you know what it looks like. It's huge, right? It's great. Yeah, I'm really loving it. Oven. I'm barely using my oven. It's so nice to have a toaster oven this big, but it's smart. Okay. And me, like a dumbass, I set up the smart feature of it. So now every time I make fucking toast, when the toast is done, <laughs> I get, get a push alert. <laughs> and I can't figure out how to turn it off. Oh like, my God. I don't know how to make my toaster unsmart again. So now I'm just living with this fucking no. toaster surve- surveilling me and my toast making. It's absolutely mind-boggling <laughs> your fbi agent is like she keeps making she's making more toast this week than she used to her toast average is higher the first week of november <gasps> i'm sorry isn't that really funny that like i that like i bought the, i accidentally bought this smart ass oven it's like a smart ass this mm. oven is a it's not smart it's a smart ass <laughs> You know the, the apps that, like, track how much water you drink? I'm surprised there's not some app that, like, tracks how much water you, like, pee out to. It, like, connects to your toilet. And it, it like, probably, tracks how much kidding? water. It tracks water absorption, not just, like, w- water is. drinking. There probably, probably is. There probably is. No, I make, like, a sleigh bidet. I don't know. <laughs> you would make a sleigh bidet. I have a sleigh bidet. Oh, I mean, I, I think a bidet. lot of bidets are sleigh. Bidets are great. You would make, like, a, you'd make, like, a nicer tushy or something. Yeah. We once did an ad for them. Oops. Bye. Oops, one ad. Okay, let's do some rapid fire questions, I think. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, and Timmy. Uh, yesterday afternoon, just a random Tuesday, Shingeru Miyamoto tweeted from the official Nintendo account that they are making a Zelda live action movie. Um, true heads know this has been. 30 plus years in the making and we're freaking out uh and like maybe an hour or two after the news was confirmed there was already a variety article wanting to know who will be Link, and also twitter was all of us with who's going to be zelda so who of these who's do you see taking up the master sword and being worthy of Link? And who has the wisdom to be Zelda? Crunch, crunch. Me and Hyrule. I think Zelda could only be Anya Taylor-Joy, unfortunately. 
Wasn't she Arsel Peach? I don't know how Zelda could be anyone else. Yeah, I'm kind of like, we need to think bigger. We need to think we need to think broader, don't you think? Fine, it's Renee Rapp. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we get to cast stuff, even though we have no power or influence there. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. But I keep looking at these lists of people being like, oh, who should Zelda be? And it's like, oh, it should be uh, Troy Savon. Oh, it should Grimes. be Justice Smith. Oh, it should be Grimes. Oh, it should be, um, what's his name? The the. Oh, you're talking about who's Link. Yeah, Link. It should be Jacob Tremblay. Oh, it should be Jacob Alordi. Are you stupid? Yeah, bitch, no. Are you dumb? Are you like, dumb? No, it's like Angelini. Um, um, hello. Um, hello. Are you f***ing They're taking their underwear off in the jacuzzi. Are you dumb? Shut up. I did see, you know who should be Zelda, though? Um, what's her face? Uh, Hunger Games girly, Euphoria girly. She would be good. Come on. What's her name? Come on. Josh is listening to me. He said who Link should be. I said Link. I com- I know the difference between Link and Zelda, Josh. He's listening to the door. Wow, that's the most like condescending Josh th- behavior ever. Is like, what do you say? You know the difference between Link and Zelda? Not- okay, he, doesn't want- he said he doesn't want the pitchforks to come after me. The... Yeah, I think well, that all these people <laughs> to check his misogyny at the door. Caleb McLaughlin, Nicholas Galatzine. Wait, but who am I talking about? Euphoria girly who's also on Hunter, Hunter Schaefer. Yes. Hunter Schaefer would be Wouldn't a great. Be Hunter good? Schaefer would be a great Zelda. I yes. know. Yes. Yes. Even Dakota, um, Dakota Fanning. You're talking I about think like... that I think that Zelda's kind of easy to cast. It's like you need someone like elegant, yeah, regal. Yeah, yeah. Also, she's like, you know, she's barely in the game. Right, I mean, exactly. She, maybe she'll be in the movie more, but she's you just barely need, in the game. And you can do stunt casting. You could get someone really yeah. famous too to be Zelda, right? Because then they don't have to be in it much. I'm just saying, like, like you Greta get someone Thunberg? as you get someone as famous as like Zendaya <gasps> to be Zelda Wait, because that's like what one if day Greta of shooting. Greta Thunberg was Zelda, and it was an analogy for, for the what envi- for saving the environment. I mean, and Greta sure. was like, Link, you must help me. Protect the glaciers from Hillary Duff. <laughs> My problem with this is that Link is impossible because Link's whole thing is, no one on this list can do that. I'm sorry. Like, no one on this list does a, does a believable Link. No one. None of them. Well, okay. To be fair, it's not just like they're going to be acting out the video game, which would be cool, but I don't think is going to be the case. Yeah, so it's like impossible for me to know who should be Link until I see a script. Give me a script. I know. Give me a script. Who's going to be Link based on Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom? It's like a fucking animated boy who just makes (laughs) gasps and gargles. Like no human can – no human is, is capable of doing that. Okay, well, you, before you spiral with Josh in the background, I've already like spiraled. listening into half a conversation about who should be cast in a Zelda movie, mm-hmm. we should move on. Let's move on. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. I am watching the instantly iconic video of Mariska Hargitay telling the photographers to get a close-up of her necklace because it has a B. Brooke. Am I supposed to know who Brooke is? Who is Brooke? Crunch Crunch. This is a short answer. I'm going to play the clip of Mariska Hargitay asking photographers at the Glamour Woman of the Year, Women of the Year Awards 
to zoom in on the bee necklace that she's wearing, which is honestly so small. And it's so rude to be like, zoom in on the bee necklace that I have on that's like the size of my pinky nail. I thought she wanted them to zoom into her breasts. Well, I'm so I really didn't get what well, that was, was sort of the that was sort of like the funny part of it. It's like because you have uh, to zoom in on her boobs to like get to the bee. Right. That's what I thought the gag was. I'm going to go super close on my necklace because I'm wearing a bee for Brooks. Can you see it? Can you go super tight? Hold on. She's doing this for Brooke Shields because doing Brooke Shields what? was being honored at this event oh, and their besties. Okay. I don't know that. Okay, And got so it, I think it. she's that, trying to that, get photographic, okay. e- photographic evidence of the fact that like she wore this bee for her dear friend Brooke Shields who was being honored at this event. Got it. Okay, I think I got it. I think That's I got it. That's all it is. That's all it is. Okay, easy. Fine. Well, we debunked that we debunked that one with a little bit of nothing. Hi, Lindsay Bobby Timmy. Um, I just saw Priscilla and it made me wonder, do you think Sofia Coppola has seen Euphoria? And if she has, do you think she saw it before? she had ever come in contact with Jacob Lordy or do you think she watched it after or do you think she was just like that that's not for me um yeah let me know uh uh crunch crunch do you think Sofia Coppola watched Euphoria 100% yes I think so too she has she has a daughter who we've met who is who definitely watched Euphoria <laughs> I, I can tell by that girly's <laughs> brief moment of fame that she did they put her in a trunk and they put her in a closet. And, that, and, that daughter. And Sophia Coppola. Yeah, we haven't heard from her since. Is she okay? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't she come from the same Nepo baby world as what's his face who made it? Uh, Levinson? Like like that. Yeah. Le, yeah. Like I'm sure they've met at like multiple parties, right? Yeah. Nepo baby. Right. Like I, I just feel like it's in the same intrigued. world. I think she's she just probably intrigued. right the way that it's shot or whatever. You know, she's like, oh, interesting. And I would say Euphoria takes what what is good about Euphoria takes a lot from from like the Virgin Suicides. What's good about the the good things about Sephora about Euphoria are heavily influenced by mm-hmm. the likes of Sofia Coppola and like her writing about young people. But the question that you didn't what was ask. The question? Well, the question is oh. the question that the person didn't ask is whether or not Sofia likes Euphoria, and I think that's a harder oh, question to answer. Jacob and I wouldn't Lordy. even want to go there. Yeah, because of oh, Jacob Elordi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I tend to think that like casting Jacob Bellorty at this point you're not as involved in euphoria watching like you're kind of like hearing the buzz and seeing him in other weird things yeah. versus like yeah. watching the entirety of euphoria right because I, I almost feel like he's kind of taken himself out of that in a way too so if like if his agents are like selling him as like the next big thing they're kind of not including euphoria as they are but they're they're not right because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it almost feels like Euphoria is his Degrassi and he's trying to be like Drake having an album, you know, and being like, yes, I did Degrassi, but like, don't look over there. Mm -hmm. Because he's not bad in Euphoria. It's just not, I don't know. It's just, it's cheesy a little bit. Mm -hmm. Even Zendaya, I think, is like, okay, next. (laughs) Even though she loves Sam Levinson. But at this rate, we're never going to get a Euphoria ever again. Well, so I know. Don't it'll stress. just it'll just be like a it'll be like a series finale, two hour movie that like all oh of them. Oh my can god! Fit like in. looking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay, I think we're done. Thank you for listening to the episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at six one nine Who then to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on patreoncom weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, commentary tracks, and more. You can also get the audio only, audio only on Apple Podcasts. 
Uh, we'll see you Tuesday. Have a good weekend. Buy tickets to our live show at the Palladium on November 16th and the Gorgeous Gorgeous show afterwards. What else? I think that's it. Have a great weekend. Have a great freaking weekend. Hey. Brie Larson. What? Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Long time, long time. Last week, I was shopping at Trader Joe's in West Hollywood, and Fabio was walking around with a basket and shopping at the same time as me. Um, I couldn't see what he put in his basket. He wasn't there for very long. Um, But I was telling all my friends, like, oh, my God, I just saw Fabio at Trader Joe's. And a good chunk of my friends had no idea who I was talking about both Gen Z and millennial friends, but I think that like mostly it was my Gen Z friends that had no clue who he was even after like showing a picture and things like that. So I was wondering, is Fabio a who or a them? And does Gen Z know who Fabio is? And then also I was, when I was uh, checking out, I brought up to the cashier, making small talk, like, oh, Fabio was here. Like so funny. And she said that, Fabio was a regular, and we started talking about, like, other celebrities that she's seen at the Trader Joe's very often. And she says, I guess she's been working there a long time, her favorite regular that used to come in was Sidney Poitier. So I was wondering, did Sidney Poitier know who Fabio was? All right, uh, me at Trader Joe's, crunch, crunch. Hi, Who Weekly. I just had to pause the pod when you were talking about Googling Canadian, or Googling heights on Canada's Google. Um, As a proud Canadian, this is also very frustrating to us because despite using the metric system officially, we all low-key use the metric system or the the imperial system when it comes to weights and heights. So, like, I say I'm five foot two. I do not say I'm 1.57 meters or whatever that is, 1.55. I forget, honestly. It's on my driver's license. When I got my driver's license when I was a teenager, I had to Google it. Do I know how tall a meter is? Yes. Do we as people ever measure our heights or our weights in meters or kilograms? No. In Canada, we all measure our height in feet and inches and our weight in pounds. However, all of our official documents, our metric, which means our driver's licenses, our IDs, when you go to the doctor, those are all in centimeters, meters, and kilograms, and none of us know what it means. (laughs) Anyway, crunch, crunch. I hope you enjoyed Canada. Toronto sucks. Lindsay, have you been holding out on us that a freshman Lady Gaga, Stephanie Germanata, saying wicked to you at lunch in the NYU cafeteria hall. I know that that definitely didn't happen, and I'm sure NYU doesn't even have a cafeteria hall like that, but your classmate Lady Gaga was singing wicked songs just like any other senior kid. <laughs> grudge, grudge. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Long time, long time. We met at your San Francisco show last Sunday. I was the super pregnant girl in the throuple. I just wanted to let you know, I actually went into labor the very next day. And on Halloween, I gave birth to a baby girl, and her name is Sadie. 
She probably already knows your voices from how much Who Weekly I listen to, and I look forward to raising my very own Nettle Baby Hooligan. Crunch, crunch, showing hole, me and labor.